0: All therapists are going to receive criticism at some point in their career. That's just the nature of the beast. We can't be everything to everyone. Yet, that doesn't make it easy to receive negative comments about us or our work. (laughs) This episode was inspired by a struggle that one of my Massage in the Real World students had. They unfortunately received some criticism and it was adversely affecting them. They were taking it extremely personally. So, today we're going to dive into how to handle receiving criticism.
1: It's a touchy subject.
0: It's super touchy. (laughs) The touchy (laughs) jokes that come along with being a massage therapist. (laughs) Thanks for that one, Becca.
1: Sorry, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Align with the Massage Business Mama comes to you with a combined 22 plus years experience in the massage biz as entrepreneurs providing actionable tips and resources you can implement today. Becca, an off-grid living, quirky, trail-running massage therapist, esthetician, and yogi, offers her business and wellness perspective to you with highly caffeine-fueled, compassionate wit. Allie, your hardworking, driven, creative mom, massage therapist, business owner, lover of friend gatherings, all-time annual family talent show winner, brings her drive and business savvy to every episode.
0: So my, my first thought around it is that we just, we can't be everyone to everyone. Mm -hmm. We can't to every person. We can't be, we can't be everything to every person. So
1: I definitely have experiences with recommendations, right? So you have a client that is like, oh my God, Rebecca is amazing. You have to go. So you get these referrals and my private clientele is really different. Like I do therapeutic work. That's what I do. And so I let people know when they're new and they're referred. Well, Susan referred you and she said, you're amazing. And I let them know my touch is not for everybody. I do therapeutic work. You flat out if say that in the beginning, I flat out, let them know. And it also takes the pressure off me. I, and it reminds me my touch isn't for everyone. Yeah. My, the whole texture of me Is it for everyone? Well, and
0: that's something, too, that I think is really interesting. Like, it's not just about the touch sometimes. Sometimes it's, like, a personality conflict. Sometimes it's just not meshing energetically. Like, I've had – when I had my staff, I would have two therapists who I thought were very good at the same type of massage. Like, two therapists who I thought were really both good at deep tissue massage. And so I would refer – Clients to them, and they might love one person and not enjoy the other person. Yep. And to me, they both gave a really good deep tissue massage, but energetically or yep. philosophically, they just didn't quite mesh.
1: Yeah. And it can tie into some other things like maybe too chatty, not chatty enough. And these things you just can't know. Like, you can't reach in someone's mind and know what the perfect therapist is for them. So, not being everyone to every person, have that as a plaque on the front of your forehead when you go into a massage. Yeah, is just a great way to walk in and
0: well, and I think sometimes to gender, right? Like, yeah. you know, there's some people who have a comfortability level with receiving massage either from someone of the same sex or someone as a different sex as them, and you know, like we, our clients can sometimes bring in prejudices. Yeah, and you know that could be part of what opens up this criticism and why you can't be everything to everyone because they might bring their own criticism or their own um in. yep yep another thing too is like that kind of that our our idea that you can't be everyone to every person takes the responsibility a little bit out of your own hands but another thing to think about is that it might be something you've done And it might be really important to take a humble look at yourself and see if there's any truth in the complaint that you've received or the criticism that you've received. And, you know, this can be really hard to take a hard look at yourself like that, but it's, it's definitely an important and worthwhile venture to do that.
1: Yeah. We can't grow. if We don't know. Right. And we are in the healing field. So it's constantly growing. We're constantly growing. So we need to really be, open to all the ways that we can improve. And it's literally just the silver lining is more client retention, more cash in your pocket because you've taken these opportunities to hear and grow.
0: Another thing too that I always recommend is to get feedback from seasoned vets, seasoned massage therapists, because I think that sometimes if we can find a therapist who are willing to really give constructive criticism who who are willing to give an honest look at our work that we can learn so much from these experiences. So I'm, I'm a huge proponent of going out there and I, I don't even like to say go trade with other therapists. I say just offer to give a seasoned massage therapist a massage with the feedback that they give you being the payment for that treatment.
1: Yeah. So, um, in my 300 hour yoga teacher training yoga, yoga teachers are notoriously sensitive you need to have a bit of a thick skin because you're not going to be every everything for every person right you're going to clash a little bit and as massage therapists and as yoga teachers we want to save the world and it's important to humble ourselves like in order to save the world yeah. <laughs> you got to be able to listen and it's hard to listen so practice freaking helps create an accountability in, in our program. We specifically, um, they encouraged us to create an enca- accountability pod. So within this group of five people, we gave them our, you know, videos, our, our class, um, our classes via YouTube or whatever format it was. And we got feedback and gave feedback. And it's so, I mean, the more practice you get at giving feedback, and receiving, receiving feedback, it, yeah, like they both help inform the other. Yeah. So if you can't give good feedback, well, that tells me that you can't receive feedback either. I think that's really
0: interesting, Becca. I I hadn't really thought about the fact that if you struggle to give feedback, that you probably struggle to receive it. But I think there's there's probably some element of truth in that because, well, obviously you've said it, so there's an element of truth in it. But <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, like. It's it's a little bit of an art form to graciously share feedback with people in a way that it can be heard and received. And
1: yeah, I think that the elements of giving feedback they flow into how to receive feedback. So, and and this really informs like a a, um, a group practice. You can do this within an accountability buddy, loved one, friends, people, someone that you can trust and go through this experiment with, without holding resentment. But when you give feedback, what are the things that we're worried about when we give feedback? We don't want the person to feel ambushed or defensive. So that informs our tone. You want the person to hear you. That informs your posture. And you want them to know it's not an attack on them personally. So that informs your words, right? your verbiage you're using more of an objective verbiage instead of a a personal verbiage so when we receive feedback all of that comes into play you know that you have to be open so that you're not defensive or feeling like you're ambushed if you're already on the defense you you can't hear it right yeah for sure the other is you want when you're giving feedback, you want them to hear you. So if you're receiving feedback, you need to listen, and that really goes hand in hand with being open. And when you're giving feedback, you know that you don't want them to take it personally. So when you're receiving feedback, you automatically know that it's not personal, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Those are. And just I mean, when you go that... into. <laughs>
0: You're wanting to get better, right? If you're going in with a humble heart, you've received some type of a criticism. You're trying to grow from that criticism. Like you want to know how to get better. So if you can keep that in mind, like I want to know how to improve and I want to know how to – Come across, you know, whatever the criticism is, whether it's your bedside manner is not up to par or your pressure isn't deep enough or quality of touch, your quality of touch, or talkativeness, <laughs> all of those things that it might be crit- criticism <laughs> on. Like, if you're humbly trying to get better at that, you want to hear what they're saying. Like, yeah. you, you want to be open to hearing what they're saying. And it's
1: hard, but it is hard. And you may know that it's hard for you. Like, for me to receive feedback for the longest time, I couldn't take it. Like it was just, it was devastating. I immediately got defensive and it took practice to, cause you know, we're learning about ourselves. We learn about ourselves so much during the massage program and our own healing and it takes practice. And eventually knowing your weaknesses allows you to dismantle some of the defenses. And just with you know, mileage and practice and receiving feedback, it helps. I don't know. It's like anything. It helps create a new habit where you're like switching, you know, flipping the switch. And you're like, okay, this is a growth opportunity. It's no longer criticism. It's no longer, you know, a personal attack. It's a growth opportunity. And that's just practice. So, you know, find some people to practice with, hear it, dish it, in a sensitive, in a humble, in, in a kind, a, oh, kind. Yeah. One, one of my favorite, um, how this is in a type of, um, quotes is honesty without love is brutality. And that always sticks in my mind. Cause it's, it's so true. You can be brutally honest, but know that that is hurtful. If you have love in there, if you have someone's best intentions in there, it comes through with kindness and it, it's, it's, It's just such a beautiful difference. Yeah.
0: I like that. AA always has the good quotes, don't they?
1: They do have some really freaking good (laughs) ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember when I heard that. Like, this is years and years and years. And it's a good one to remind yourself, too. Like, when you're doing your self-talk. Like, sometimes I'll remind myself, like, oh, hey, you're being a kind of dick to yourself. Like, (laughs) maybe... Maybe uh, maybe add a little dose of love in your self-criticism. I mean, it's
0: so interesting. Like, we are our harshest critics, right? Oh, like, gosh. the voices that we speak inside our head are our harshest critics. So <laughs> if we think about that, if we're seeking out constructive criticism from trusted sources, like, just know they're not going to be as hard on you as you are on yourself.
1: Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. And our last point I love. This is an, an alley point in here, and I absolutely love it. Hit it
0: learn and move on
1: i love it let it go (laughs) yeah let it go oh my god let it go yep it's 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 not
0: defining you
1: yeah it's not defining you it's
0: it doesn't mean that you're a bad therapist it happens it happens to the best of us and if we allow it to get us down how are we gonna have growth
1: yeah i there's a a friend of mine that I used to work for her, another massage therapist, and I talk about us being like an NFL, you know, professional level athlete in our massage profession. We've been doing this for over a decade. And if you're going to be the elite of the elite, you've got to take those learning points, integrate them into your system and move on. Like, I mean... Who's a good one? Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to go and take criticism and go home and cry and go, I can't move on. No, he's going to go, okay, that's how I need to pivot. This is what I need to adjust. Done, done, done. Practice, make it a habit. Moving on. Yeah.
0: And I love that word pivot that you bring in there because sometimes... Sometimes that is what it is. It's it's learning how to to pivot in some ways, you know?
1: Yeah. And then you become literally the best of the best.
0: Like uh, elite massage therapists. We're trying to get – we're trying to train you guys to all be elite massage therapists. How's that sound? That's right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So handling criticism, you guys, it's never easy. But hopefully some of these tips can really help you to – Let it go, move on, learn, and do better next time. And it was our pleasure to be here with you today.
1: We love y'all. We love y'all.
0: All right, bye. Thank you so much for listening. And please reach out to us if you have any questions or topics you would like covered. We love suggestions. Find us at www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com. Also, we wouldn't hate it if you were inclined to share or review our episode. Until next time, stay healthy, massage therapists.